What's up, everybody? This is the Hodgepodge of Nothingness podcast, and I'm David Core, bringing you the quick hits on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Great game last night. Pirates win 6 4. Um, it was just an awesome game to watch. To watch uh, Luis Ortiz really just look like a completely different pitcher. He was bringing the nasty two seamer to start the game, man. It was starting over the middle of the plate and then breaking to the right out of the zone. Basically, it was damn near unhittable. And then he'd bring that curveball, and it, it, right at the knee, man, it bought him out and dropped to the ground. And the, the fastball, how about that? It was humming at 99 in the eighth inning last night. And then the changeup, too. I mean, when you got a pitcher throwing 100, damn near 100, and then he comes with that changeup, and he's got good control with it, it it's going to be rough. But he was throwing a good 3-4 pitch mix, uh, and I thought that it, it looked really good. I He looked so much more confident last night. Um, What else? How about Hayes with another double? Like, he's really starting to uh, have – a, a huge power surge lately. Uh, just constantly hitting it to the wall. Now, it's like second game in a row now that he, he's done that. Uh, also, how about the double play by him uh, last night? I, that was that was awesome. It must have been in a hell of a shift and for him to be that far over, but nobody was on the bag. And my man just took it upon himself to run over, step on the bag, and made a good throw. I, that You won't see that often. I don't, I don't think I've recalled seeing a third baseman being a shift and being close enough to be to get over to step on second, throw to first for a double play. I didn't think he'd pull it off, but he did. Uh, just just an absolutely great defensive ball player in Hayes. On a, it just hopefully, as the season progresses, hopefully he gets the Golden Gloves. Um, Bay with another nice double. Uh, Bay's been hitting the ball well lately. I, I another hit to the wall. Uh, he stroked it. I I tell you what, his his batting stance and his and his swinging mechanics are very unorthodox. I I don't like you know, I don't like how he steps out of the box basically when he swings. And then I, I don't know, it, it just his bat path to the ball, it just to me it drives coaches nuts because I just sometimes I don't even know how he's making contact with the baseball because he's stepping out of the batter's box basically. And sometimes you can tell he turns his head, and he, there's no way he's seeing the damn ball. And that's why that he does get a lot of Ks because I can't even imagine trying to hit a baseball with his mechanics that he has. But it works out sometimes, and he does what he does uh, like he did last night. Um, just Marcano, man, just another game. Runners in scoring position, and this time the bases were loaded, and he crushes it to center field. Absolutely destroyed the baseball. I, this kid is, is, is like he's blossoming, man. He's blossoming into this ball player that we're seeing before our eyes. That, that you know, we might not have thought he'd be some player that would have this kind of impact. But man, in the last in the last week and a half, I mean, maybe two weeks. I mean, between the fielding, like I didn't see him being this good as a fielder. But then now you sprinkle in the hitting, the timely hitting, the clutch hitting. I mean. Man, I, I just – I enjoy watching this guy play. I mean, he just – his style and everything. I mean, he, he brings like a main streak to it. I I just I, – I enjoy watching Marcano play. And I think he – man, he, he is starting to look like someone that could be a huge addition to this team. And I – you know, and I say it wholeheartedly because, you know, you just don't know. Maybe he's just having a good week and a half, two weeks. But it, it's been fun to watch Marcano. It really has, whether it be on defense or hitting the ball. 
Uh, Kutch, another multi-hit game. I, 14 away from 2,000 hits, guys. The countdown has begun. Uh, should be a special moment for him. And uh, but he's, he's doing really well. He's doing what he does in May and June, man. He starts heating up, and he's doing really well. He's not really hitting for power much. He's just he's just getting those singles, man. Just spraying them all over the place. How about the uh, Bednar strikeout of Garcia last night? I, I I was literally in awe watching him locate that outside corner. Uh, when you when they show the zone on the TV and it shows where the ball was, I mean, literally those last two strikes he got on Garcia. Literally, where he painted that outside corner on the money, and then he goes and gives up a, a two-run shot to the next batter. It was just like, all right, but I just, man, when 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 Bednar can locate his pitches like that, good luck. Um, Pirates got back to stealing bases last night. They uh they had three stolen bases last night. They had one. Uh, Kutch got caught stealing the one time, but but they still got back to stealing bases again. Getting back to who they are, man. Being aggressive on the base pass. But, you know, you don't want them to be too aggressive and do stupid things out there. But but they got back to stealing bases last night. Um, started hitting their hit, starting to hit the ball a lot better. I uh, 11 hits, 3 for 10, running the scoring position. It's a lot better than 0 for 7, 0 for 8 we've seen. I feel like uh, this this lineup that Shelton's got against Rice, and I know he's been mixing in, you know, Castro and and, and – Palacios in and out with Bay and uh, and Joe against righties, but it's it's working, man. It's it's working for the most part. I mean, if you look over the last, let's say, three games, four games, uh, it's 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 worked a lot better. Uh, with Swinsky batting three hole, Kutch lead off, uh, Hayes dropped down to fifth, and then you sprinkle in Joe and Bay, and then towards the bottom. Uh, against righties, it's it's working pretty well, I'd have to say. Um, so, you know, also the thing about Sheldon, too, I, I wanted to give Sheldon a compliment because I, I beat up on him a couple days ago. Uh, but he did a great job last night challenging both the play at the plate and the call at first. Uh, he did this a couple days ago, too, where he, he challenged a bunch of plays and got them all right. He's been doing a lot better with that lately. And he's he did really well last night doing that. I mean, that was I, – I don't even know how these umps have jobs. Like, the play at the plate, I mean, it's clear as fucking day, and the umpire's standing right over him. How does he not see that? And the umpire first, you could argue the same thing. He was standing right there too. Like, I, I don't – to me, it didn't seem like it was that hard of a, a, a play. It wasn't a bang-bang play really to me. But I, I don't know. Um, How about Holderman coming in? and throwing 101 miles per hour on the gun last night. Uh, I think I saw his ERA's down to 260. That guy, man, he got a hell of an arm. Um, when he has control with it, it he's trouble. He's going to be trouble for their team. Um, and he's been doing a lot better lately. Uh, he, I think he's only had one uh, questionable outing or almost where the wheels might came off, and that's really it in a, in a while. So good job on Holderman. Um, my least favorite player for the game, it's going to be Austin Hedges. He literally was the only starter last night to not have a hit. Uh, his average is back down to the 150s. Um, you know, it's just this is just something we're just going to have to get used to. Uh, you're either going to get the defensive prowess of uh, Hedges 
or you're going to get the possibly get you a couple hits in a game with delay, but the defense could could come back and bite bite the team in the ass. Maybe I, I don't know. Usually delay is a good defensive guy, but man, that last game that was horrendous. Because uh, I saw somewhere before that game that Hedges was the number one ranked defensive catcher, but number eleven was delay. Uh, so I you know I. But after seeing what Delay did the other day, man, I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was just a fluke thing. But until we get somebody up here that can hit the ball and play good defense, this is what you're just going to have to put up with. Uh, my MVP of the game, it's got to be Ortiz. I mean, look, to, to pitch the way he's pitched the, his first two times out, to turn to this, I mean, you want to talk about 180. He looked like a completely different pitcher out there. Located his pitches, looked confident. I, I just – I was stunned. I, I I didn't think that he'd come out looking like this. I mean, he looked at times dominant out there and just just completely different pitcher. Uh, honorable mention for MVP is going to be our Marcano. I mean, the grand slam. I mean, that was such a clutch moment for him. So I, I wanted to give him an honorable mention uh, for MVP as well. So I got, I got a question for you guys going off of the way Ortiz uh, performed last night. And Velasquez is about to come back. So here's a question I have. Should the Pirates consider a six-man rotation? I mean, you, and here's the thing. So if if you go with the six-man rotation, and you got to think about this. we got guys like Rich Hill. He's 43 years old. you got Velasquez coming back, coming off an elbow injury. So, would it be actually something to consider? Because if you go to a six-man rotation in a season, you average about 30 to 50 innings less on the season, which could be something useful for a team like this when you've got an older pitcher, a couple older pitchers in the rotation. Now, mind you, you've got young guys, too. you got Keller, Aviedo, Contreras, and now Ortiz. But at the same time, <coughs> excuse me, um, at the same time, it allows them, you know, extra rest too, to be more fresh. Um, but I guess there is a downside to it. I mean, at the same time, it, someone's going to have to get get taken off the roster, right? I mean, like, you know, it's going to be somebody at your bullpen. It should be at least. So who are you going to pull out of the bullpen is, is the question. Like, is it DUJ, you know, uh, Stevenson? We just brought back to Srini, so would, would it be him, like, some, if someone's got to go in order to have that six-man rotation, who would it be? Who would you pick? Uh, me, personally, I would – I don't know. Between Stevenson and DJ, they've both been struggling lately. So, probably one of those two. But uh, in the end, you just got to ask, would it be worth it? All right, guys. Uh, next thing I wanted to do was around the division. Do that segment real quick just to give you guys an update. So it looks like the Brewers lost yesterday. Uh, them and the Pirates are now tied for first place. They're both 25-22. Brewers are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Uh, leadership of one. Their run differential right now is minus 12. So they're they're not they're slipping right now, not doing so great. They're currently 13 and 9 at home and 12 and 13 away. Um, Chicago, they've faltered a little bit. They're now 20 and 26, four and a half games back. They're three and seven in their last ten games. They've lost their last two. Uh, the run differential is plus twenty one though, so I, I'd have to look. Maybe they've been close games. They just lost. 
Um, they're 11 11 at home and 9 and 15 away. The St. Louis Cardinals are 21 and 28. Uh, they're five games back in first place. Um, they're currently, our uh, last 10 games are seven and three. Like I was telling you guys yesterday, they've been doing a lot better. They lost yesterday, it looks like, though. Um, but they have a run differential plus 17. Uh, currently 11 15 at home and 10 13 away. But they're getting better. And then Cincinnati's in the basement at 20 and 27. Uh, Five games back as well. Um, losing streak is their four and six in the last ten. I'm sorry, they won their last game though. Uh, but man, their run differential is a minus forty-two. That is really bad. The thirteen and twelve at home, but drastically bad away at seven fifteen. So that's a look at around the division. Uh, was gonna go ahead and do a pregame for you guys. Um, for tonight, tonight the game's gonna be at six thirty-five. Uh, the Pirates are going to be facing Nathan Evode. Uh, he's a righty. In nine games, he's got five wins, two losses, a 283 ERA. In 60.1 innings, he's got 61 Ks and a .99 whip. So he is going uh, really, well, uh, really well uh, for the Rangers. And he'll be uh, going against Rich Hill. In nine games, Rich Hill's four and three. A 380 ERA with 47.1 innings pitch and 43 strikeouts and a 1.35 ERA. Um, honestly, I'm not sure what they're going to do with the lineup tonight. I have I have no idea whether or not they're going to uh, if Castro, you know, they're going to give him a shot tonight to go against a righty. I I don't know. He was starting to hit. He looked really good, and all of a sudden they go back to to Bay. So. I don't know. And the same thing with Palacios. Palacios had four hits in two games, and they and they sat him down too. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, Joe has been getting timely hits as well against righties, but it looks like those four are just question marks all across the board. Um, considering how good Ortiz pitched last night, uh, I, I could see Hedges going ahead and catching again tonight. It's another night game, so I, I could see Hedges catching again tonight. The, the defense is just something that, that, as you saw with delay, they they really can't afford to let go. Um, so quick, uh, one last question for you guys before I go. If you had to choose a prospect, which one is the closest to being called up next out of our top prospects? Is it Andy, Peguero, Gonzalez, Davis, or Priester? I'm going to give you guys my choice on next podcast. All right, guys, that's all I got for now. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, you'd like to subscribe. If you could subscribe uh, on Spotify, Spotify, I'd really appreciate that as well. Um, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with uh, David Rivera from SteelersSanctuary.com. Um, if, you, if you're a Steelers fan, you'd like to subscribe to that. I'd really appreciate that as well. All right, guys, that's all I got for you. Until next time, I'm out.